We are back better than ever. Welcome back to another In the Paint podcast. On today's show, we have co-founder of Norstep, co-founder of Norstep, really a staple in the local community. Welcome back to the show, Stephen Weiss, man. Steve, how are you? I'm great. Thank you guys for having me back. No Last problem. Last time I was on, it was a lot hotter. Yeah, dude. I, I remember that. Yeah, that was like dead smack of summer. It yeah, was, yeah, way different. It's uh, it's brisk out there. Um, you know, it's December on the East Coast, and um, yeah, Pretty sure it's December everywhere. Well, it's cold on the East Coast, is what I meant. <laughs> it's to say. really December but, on the East Coast. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as always, we are we're joined by my co-host Mario. What is going on, dude? John, what's always, man? What's up? I'm glad to be back on. Um. We about to uh, warm up a little bit, aren't we, with the shot here? Yes, that that's really what I was trying to get at. Uh, you know, we're gonna be uh, taking a fine shot of this Revel Stoke peanut butter whiskey. Cheers to you, my man, Steve. Cheers to you, buddy. All right. Oh man, now it's a podcast. And we're in business. So, um, Play. what's that? Bopping to, my head's bopping at the same speed on the camera as I am really doing it. I was expecting a delay, and there's really not a delay. No, the, ca- the camera's pretty solid, man. Yeah, I move and I see myself move. <laughs> Dude, techno- <laughs> technologies these days, man. Let me tell right? you. Let me tell you, nah, man. Um, my booty repo. What's that? I need to call people on my rotary phone. <laughs> yeah, right. That was a cold person joke. I'm the only one that got it. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, nah, man. So, yeah, like we were saying uh, in the beginning, um, you know, you know, it's been. Let me see. I think we had you on back in what was that? June. July 16th was Jul- the actual interview. July 16th. Wow. Good memory, man. Good memory. No, I checked it on Skype. I found Paul right before. Oh. Yeah, I tried lo- I tried looking for it on Skype, man, and uh, you know, I didn't I I couldn't see our last conversation. So, luckily that uh the, you know, I I the, the Skype's cool. It, it serves its purpose, but you know, it's uh it, it sometimes gets a little tricky. Sometimes a little dicey. I mean, I was going to be driving right by you guys to go get my car today, but I'm going to assume it wasn't done. Yeah. Yeah, it's all good. Um studio's always here. It will be here. Um, there'll be plenty of times we can get back, you know, get back and get in and, uh, get you in, man. Um, but no, man, like how are things, how are things going? Uh, you know, I mean, it's like, so it's been since June, since you've been on. Um, so really, I mean, uh, you know, I'm sure there's a, I mean, a lot that's happened since then. Um, you know, how's everything going with, uh, you know, Norstep and, uh, Bore out in AC? How's, how's everything out in AC right now? AC is moving along. It. I would say it's probably one of the more normal places for entertainment in the country because it's Atlantic City and it's built to, and designed for entertainment. So we kind of fit in some of those loopholes. We really didn't stop. We, I'm sure we spoke about the drive-up concert because that was in May. 
Yeah. Then we did Labor Day rest. We're trying to do more than just music right now because the original music is kind of tight and slow, and nobody really wants to book that. Though that's about to change. Um, well, but like we it. did wrestling on Labor Day. We did a Halloween show at the old House of Blues at Showboat on the 24th because we wanted to be one of the first people to move back indoors. Right. Uh, you, ju- you just had a push. show in November. Did I? I believe. What? I believe so. I believe that was I your. I don't really remember anymore. Because we booked. There's like cover gigs are big now, so we've been doing a lot of cover gigs. And those, they're not the same as original. There's no need. Once I say yeah, they'll play. My job is done. Right. Um, I, I much prefer the original gigs. Much more involvement in that. Um, wow, I can't think of anything in November. Was that the past month? <laughs> Hold on, I could, I could probably look it up for you. Let me see. I know Bouvray had the block party thing. That was pretty interesting. That wasn't us per se. That I mean, it was Bouvray um, per se. I like using big words. <laughs> or maybe I'm Just, wrong. I, I mean, there was the block party at Bouvray. That I mean, anything that happens in that area, people ask if it was me. So, not uh, anymore, but. Acoustic night. <laughs> Acoustic Go night with one. with Brandon Smith and at Bouvray. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, that's like I said. That's the whole cover gig stuff. Right. 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 I actually did show up there because he played Molly by Sponge since he opened for Sponge for us when we had him back in 2015. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's sick, man. Um, nah, that's all good stuff. Um, you know, we were talking when you, when you first uh, were on the show um, about different things like you were mentioning, um, you know, how to stay creative and, you know, because... You know, you know, you kind of seen how it was, you know, with with local music. You know, I'm I, I I'm really chomping at the bit right now and kind of biting my tongue. I really want to ask you uh, what's going on, but we could with local music, but we could save that. Um, but um, no, nah, man, it, it seems to me that you know you've been um you know you've been doing everything you know you can as far as wrestling and you know cover gigs and the Halloween party, man, and they all look like you know. They're all successful. It's all in compliance and everything like that. I mean, have you have part, you ra- part being successful and in compliance? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, has there any been like really what's what's been kind of like the major challenge? Um, you know, really through all these events, ha, ha, like have you found any or? Well, honestly, it, when you have to hit a specific number and you're promoting, it, it's kind of like a weird challenge because the Halloween show we had a limit of 130 people because the 150 person limit we had staffing we had to worry about um so it's kind of it would have been so much easier to sell like 250 tickets and then hope to god that they don't all show up at once which they wouldn't have because math never lies and we would have never had more, even 250 tickets we would have never more than 100 people in the venue right. but with the limit of 130 if we weren't allowed to sell any more than that we sold 130 and we never had more than 65 in the venue the venue did really well as far as like the turnover and and they we tripled the amount of money they wanted us to make but we could have sold out more to make to because they limited 150 people at a time and right. so 130 tickets even with 20 and staffing there's never going to be 150 people in there you guys both know that it's not how it works yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. not I say, if anything, like local shows, they kind of have their social distancing kind of built in. And we all all joke about that all the time. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's good to hear that that actually went off like without a hitch for the most part. Yeah, I mean, they asked us to do New Year's like a day and a half after the Halloween show. And then that that just wasn't going to happen. 
I think because it's like it's hard to know what the rules are. I will I will circumvent the rules by following them if I know what they are. But if I don't know what they are, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Right. And Showboat and their lawyers and the health department are making a lot of the decisions for me. And it's like, but do you guys 100% why it's this happening, but this isn't happening? What are they doing that I can incorporate into what I'm doing so that I can do it? And it's like it's nobody's really given those answers. So it becomes very difficult. Well, have you seen, I guess, what the other places have done and um, kind of like, you know, what you're doing? Like, ha- have you like personally seen, um, you know, something that sticks out or? Well, I mean, in Atlantic City, it's they, it's tough. Because the reason why they want cover bands because they basically just want a jukebox there while you're eating. Get your food, eat it, get out. Right. Because if your capacity, say, 75 people you don't want 75 people to show up and then hang out for four hours you want like 200 people cycling over a three or four hour period and unfortunately original music really doesn't do that um we just had an original music um show uh, with one of the bands that plays for us every once in a while at Bouvray called june's landing they did a show and they have a pretty decent following and that whole following basically showed up right before they played and then they played and then that whole following left kind of how it really works with original music but what did they do even if 50 people each got like six pack of beer in them while they were there that's still that's pretty difficult but not not for everybody but (laughs) (laughs) the numbers don't work with original music because people are going for specific reasons and they're going to stay i I don't know but we're working on that i was recently told that we could do some more original stuff at buray so so yeah i mean I, I, I definitely want to dive into that um, 100%. But, um, you know, I, I, I feel like it's big, man. Um, you know, because before all this happened, um, you know, I, I mean, I, this just, just could be my opinion per se, but I feel like everyone was kind of, you know, you, you, you had your friendships in the local music scene, but I feel like it was like a healthy, everyone was like competing with each other uh, per se. So, you know, it kind of led to, you know... Um, I want to get on this show because of X, Y, and Z. Whereas to now, you know, I feel like over this whole quarantine, really, um, you know, there's there's something really positive I, I, I'm i seeing in, in the local scene. And I, I feel like it's really important from, you know, not just showing up and, you know, seeing the band that you're there for, but supporting the whole thing, you know, because show like, like we've seen, shows could be taken away in a second. And then all of a sudden, you know, there's a... A few people fighting for you know just to keep entertainment alive, let alone local shows. You know, what I, I know mean? our next thing is next Friday, and it's a trivia movie trivia night, and we're yeah. collecting stuff for the Angels in Motion around here. They collect like they take care of people, homeless people, and anybody that's downtrodden needs food and stuff. So that's a trivia night. That's anything. It, we got to right. we got to find something to stay in the game. And entertainment is entertainment. Right. We've definitely evolved because of COVID. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Um, you know, and, and, you know, I, I feel like, you know, it's important for everyone just to be ready for whenever that moment, uh, you know, comes back just to be ready to go. You know what I mean? We have been, that's what I'm saying. We haven't stopped. The minute we were, we were preparing for a drive up concert mentally. Yeah. Before COVID even happened because of the showboat group concert we did, I started thinking, you know, we drove up and, (laughs) And did a concert on the roof again where people drove up to the top and then charged like per car to enter the garage. That would have been great. So we already had the idea in the head. So I was thinking about it. And as soon as Murphy even slightly said that there could be drive up 
like drive up movies and stuff like that or any other drive up entertainment. I reached out to the mayor to get permission to do it because they were leaving it up to him to punish us if we did something wrong. And, and that's, that's the word they use to, to interpret and to divvy out the punishment for anybody that's non-compliant. Oh, so, yeah, so one, that's, we've been trying to do that from the beginning. That's why Memorial Day, we started, we wanted New Year's Eve. We wanted to be the, one of the first ones back indoors. Um, New Year's Eve kind of sucks. I really had a lot planned for that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it, it's tough. Um, you know, um, I, I feel like just with everything, I mean, everything's constantly changing. So, you know, for someone like yourself who, who's in the middle of everything, you know, it, it's constantly adapting and that I noticed one thing with bands that, that is happening a lot with COVID and any original band that is listening and hasn't been doing this. People have been writing and recording, getting ready yes. to come back. I guarantee you you're going to see a lot of bands with new sounds and a lot more music when they get back out there. You're going to go see your favorite band and go, I'd like five songs I've never even heard of before, at least. Yep. People have been taking, like, I've seen so many people coming out with new CDs. That's, I just taste that. New CDs. That's <laughs> Some eight tracks. <laughs> Some good sub players. <laughs> Yeah, man. Uh, no, yeah, but th- no, that that's a great point is, uh, you know, and that's something that we've been here doing, you know, um, and not only just music, though, it's just is there. There's a lot of a lot of good bands, you know, musically. Yeah. But, you know, to take it one step further, you know, Mario, we've talked about, you know, being, being a content creator. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So you, you see a lot of good things happening on on that side of it, too, where, you know, if this pandemic never happened, you know, now we'll find out in a couple months if it's, if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but you know, it, you know, I, I would venture to guess it. it's nothing's a bad thing. You know, you, you gotta, you gotta just adjust with the times, you know, like That's anything. Exactly what I do. You gotta accept and then adapt. Whatever the rules are, let me know. And right. we'll still get music. We'll still get entertainment. We'll figure it out. If we long as we know the rules, they just keep changing every time you have the briefing. Right. Right, yeah, th- that that's something you know they can't take away from us. Is I don't understand why it's like original music is being punished or music in general. It's right, like they're making it so hard just to listen to music. There was there was a venue that was so afraid to get shut down. They didn't let people dance. They made them go out into the street to dance. Uh, it's just amazing. People are so worried about being shut down because we've lost what thirty. I think uh, who was saying it? No, there's in Philly alone. I was talking to the owner of the Anchor Rock Club. And he owns restaurants in Philly. And he said that there is a website or a link, whatever page they're on, that is every time a restaurant shuts down and they just had their 100th, did I say that right? 100th restaurant shut down in Philly because of COVID. Oh, wow. Insane. I guarantee you, at least 20 of them have music of some sort. Yeah. Yeah, or or some type of. Yeah, I mean, John, we were just talking about the Voltage Lounge. They're in danger. Close them for good. You know, um, it's a shame. It's the, it's the sad inevitability. These local venues, they thrive, you know, off these local shows. And again, like you said, I mean, why is it that we can't have local music where it, we're not playing these 2,000-seat amphitheaters, we're not playing these 20,000-seat arenas? There's social distancing almost built in. I mean, these protocols, as long as you said, Stephen, as long as you know the rules, there's, yeah. there's, a, way to, there's a way to make it work where it's safe and compliant. Well, we I, I, I feel like there's got to be, yeah. We have a 2,000-seat venue that we want to try to get original bands in there, maybe like three bands in there and shoot for the 150 people. 
Um, but man, it's, um, it's right now you have to rent a place with 2,000 seat venues, and they cost way more than a local original music show. You better make yeah. so. Yeah. yeah, that is the one problem. It's the space and everybody out. We built a relationship with them. Then I'll be like, come on, it's original music. We won't charge for anybody to get in. You guys just make the bar, leave us alone, give us that beautiful stage to play on and do something there at least once with the original music. Right, right. I mean, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Like we were talking, you know, the first podcast, it's like, you know, uh, we can only be hopeful, man. And, you know, uh, like like I say, you know, and if the world is coming and crashing and burning down, Music, no matter what, will always be here. But it's like, you know, I I don't know if you feel this way, um, you know, about just, you know, we talk a a lot on this channel about local music. And, um, you know, obviously, you know, that, you know, you're in pretty much the grind of it. Uh, Well, local entertainment, I I, I should say. But like just overall, um, you know, entertainment in general, I feel like is just is being kneecapped for for no reason. And to Mario's point, like there's social distance distancing measures already in place i'm not sure if you if you see that across the board or or is it just local music well we're in atlantic city so it's like different we we're kind of sheltered in a way so your experience like you when you were speaking about the experience i forget what it is because i smoke too much weed but you were saying <laughs> i'm with you but and your experience was just like not as the, the same about how it's just starting like to have people watch other band we were already doing stuff like that and there's just some things in atlantic city that are different and aren't affected by the rest of it it's like their local scene is almost really not connected to any other local scene um i guess i don't know if that's good or bad we're like on an island and we kind of feel isolated as well so covid it's kind of hit us differently because we're known as a place for people to go to see entertainment so i kind of feel like we should be making the rules and then hoping everybody else just follows follows them that's how it should be, man. Honestly, like, you know what I mean? It's, it, I mean, I, you know, you, you have to protect people, uh, you know, I, I, and I understand that. But, you know, I feel like for people to to make a conscience decision to go out to whatever kind of event, whether it's a cover event or, you know, a, a drive-in movie theater or, you know, whatever the fuck, a field hockey game. like yeah next friday uh trivia um movie trivia night um you know they're making that decision to go out and and knowing the risk you know what i mean and the guidelines for the entertainment is your ass needs to be in a chair that's like the biggest thing that's why original music's tough because when you're going out there you actually if you're going to a local original show you have pretty much a connection to that show whether it be one of the bands somebody going to the band you're not just going to see some like big name that you only know because they're famous. You're going to see your friends play. You want to yeah. get up there and experience the show with your friends. And like we basically were told, leave punk and metal out of it. They're just screwed. <laughs> Sorry guys, but there's nothing we can do as long as people jumping up and down is against the law. Wow. So so you're saying like essentially metal, like that's just a no go. I'm going to try to hope that's what I would take to the to showboat over at House of Blues. Right. Um, but we can get that 150 people with like two bands and an opener. If we can do punk and we just can't do that at any of the smaller venues because you're not stopping. If you get like 150 people into or even 75 with the raised cap is right now, you got 75 people in there for our one band. Gutter, nope, not wearing the gutter drunk shirt. Never mind. I get too much weight. <laughs> but anyway, if gutter drunk was in there with their 75 people, then we would be shut down the next day. Yeah. 
guaranteed because there would be people doing backflips off the stage. You're not going to stop it. And restaurants don't want to get shut down regardless of how much fun it is. So if we have like a big empty stadium, or not a stadium, whatever, like what is a theater, like the house, the blue bourbon room, then they have all that space. But even then, I guarantee it, they would be still, yeah, that's the thing. Uh, But with the grouping, what show was that? There was something that we did and the people got trouble. That's right. There was a wrestling event across from Bouvray. And we wanted to do one, like something in there, not wrestling. Um, but we wanted to do like a, a flea market type thing with bands. And after the wrestling event, there were just so many new rules. I don't know if they were new or not, but new to the fact that they were being enforced. And we had to get a land use permit and everything. And the reasoning that they got in trouble is not because there were too many people, it's because the people clumped together. So uh-huh. you, not only are there guidelines on the limit of number of people you're allowed to have in there, you can't have too many people near each other. Yeah. 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 So uh, pretty much, uh, you know, moshing is out of the question. Uh, I don't know if that's ever going to come back. And and guess what? If it doesn't, then I guarantee there's one giant mosh pit across the country before they outlaw completely. And I'm going to do some bacon and be footloose out there. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, man. Dude, yeah, man. I, you know, I, that's crazy to hear, Mario. I, I don't know if you have any initial uh, thoughts. Um, you know, as everyone knows, Mario's uh, his other project is a heavier project. Yeah, I don't I know mean, if, any any initial thoughts. Yeah, I mean, like I've been, I mean, you know, I've been playing in metal bands all my life, and so that would suck. I mean, and and and, and, and it's a shame because it's, you know, it, it makes it's like you understand. You understand, like, obviously, you know, in these times, a mosh pit just is completely, you know, unsafe, um, given the circumstances. But it's, it's a shame because it's just, at the end of the day, I mean, uh, we're still a band that's going to draw maybe 50 people. And you know what I mean? It's, but we're still, it's just not safe enough. I don't know. It's, I feel like metal is going to be the last. I want to do a wall of death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the wall of death, dude. Bring oh, that man, back. Oh, man, yeah. Been a part of so many of those. Yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, um, you know, I mean, we'll, we'll have to see. I mean, where everything goes. I mean, as time moves on, I mean, it's it's just gonna have to be, you know, staying creative. You know what I mean? Um, you know, and just and just hoping. I mean, and like I was saying earlier too. Um, you know, as far as being ready, you know, I was saying more as you know the local bands and everything like us being ready to go for whenever there's a show opportunity that you know we're ready to go and we're ready to you know do what we have to do to you know essentially it's helping both parties so you know but just being ready and, and on our feet at all times you yeah know i mean I mean? Most, you should be practicing at home by yourself anyway so you had like eight months of practice that next rehearsal everybody should be sharp as hell sharp <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, there's there's no reason to come out of this Eight, pandemic not better. Right. <laughs> right. Right, exactly. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's I mean, that's all we've been doing and and like I said, man, furthermore, it just it, it expands on You'll no. be able to tell which band we're practicing when we get back. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, you know, I I probably asked you this. I I think I did on the last show, but do, do you see, I mean, what what is your if you had a realistic timeline? Um, what what would you say? Like, I guess when things, 
quote unquote go back to normal. We're on our way back because you see how Live Nation, since we're not going to force it, they're just going to really highly recommend the venues do this, but you're going to need a, your vaccine paperwork to go to a concert. Live Nation basically controls all the music. Yeah. <laughs> and I know that there's a um, organizer around here that's going to be like a pilot program for that. Hmm. Uh, so I, 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 the vaccine's ready. I think regardless of opinions on that, I'll try to keep my opinions out. But the, <laughs> the reality is if we want to do what we want to do, we're probably going to have to require a negative test or a proof of vaccine uh, to get back to normal. And that's what they've been preaching, and it's coming. So I would say by the time, I would say once it starts warming up, they'll slowly start going back. And I think summer will be pretty, I don't think we'll be, like, say, if the 2000 seat venue seems to be the number, I don't think they're going right. to say we're back to 75%. I, got, I think they're going to say the new 100% is 1,500 people, and they're just going to readjust what full capacity is. Um, I'm going to talk that uh, <laughs> but uh, I was changing the shower head on my my new place. Oh, there you go. Uh, but yeah, I think we're going to need to prove the vaccine to get back to normal, and that's right around the corner. So. Well, I mean, that's positive, uh, at least. Much as I ha- Ooh, excuse me, as much as I hate the idea of being the guy that has to say you need your papers to come yeah, inside, man. I feel that if we want to do what we're doing. That's going to be it. Somebody we work with is like who I that I'm saying it's going to be doing a pilot program with that. So. Yeah, if we and, want to continue to work with that guy. We're probably definitely going to have to do it. It's the sad reality, but I figured you either accept and adapt, like I said earlier, or you fight it. And I don't think we win this battle. I don't. I'm pretty sure I sound way more defeated than I did in July. But yes, you do, <laughs> dude. It's been a fucking rough time, man. You get pissed in the middle of everybody, man. Yeah, I'm just saying, like on the main stage, because I, I'm accepting and adapting. We've been doing rather well for what I believe uh, we've been doing. My regular job is in construction, so I wasn't hurt that way. Music never made me money as much as everybody might think the promoter makes all the money. I guess I can see how some do, but I'm, we'd like to give the money back to the band. So right. it's tough to make money when there's not much out there, and I'm going to pay the band for myself. Right. So it was never about the money. So we can kind of hibernate in a sense as long as we keep doing something every now and then to keep our name out there. I think we come out of this stronger. Uh, unfortunately, I think the battle is not every day individually. The battle is there. Whatever is happening, the, COVID is dangerous and we need to be saved from it. Okay, let's say that. But I, I do believe it's dangerous and we need to be saved from it. Okay, but still, I think that it's a shame that they're, it's being used for whatever purpose, I, I just think the idea of saying, hey, where are your papers to get inside? It's just a slippery slope that I think yes. we're all going to have to with reality because you just aren't going to beat the United States government. <laughs> we needed lawyers, yeah. and instead we got riots. So, Yeah, man. Uh, I, I absolutely 100% agree with you on that. I, I want to read something, um, and then we can c- kind of touch on what you just said. But I want to read something because you were just saying how you know the promoters and everything – um, like, don't make anything, uh, you know, but it says on on North Steps Facebook page, we are your biggest fans. We help you realize your dreams. We'll book a show, find you a show or put you on a show. We share your passion for music. It's time. So, I mean, it, it, it's right there, man. I mean, you do it. You do it because of the love for it. You know what I mean? I Dude, mean, who gets to do that? Who? I don't understand why. Well, I guess you got to. I guess it isn't as fun. I don't know. Whatever. I guess. It, it came naturally because I love doing it. 
But who can't, who doesn't want to be a guy that goes and listens to a band and says, holy shit, I have a room I can put them on. Invite all my friends and we can all have fun. And I just always loved throwing a party growing up and I don't really see it any different. I just yeah. get other, pay the band to put the party. Or at least try to. Right. Yeah, I mean, you're just, now you're just the coolest party host. <laughs> you know what I mean? Am I right? That's it. That's it. Yeah, I would man. love to make a lot of money off of it. Who wouldn't want to be rich off of what sure. they do and love? I'll just take, well, I'll take, I don't know, man. Just replace the construction. I'll be happy. <laughs> Dude, I, I would I, love to get paid just do this all the time, man. Yeah, <laughs> right? man. I'd be down to do this for a living. Well, hey, man, that may be the the future. Just my murder junkie hat. Yay. Uh, that may be the future of entertainment. It's just over your, looking at your TV or your phone screen. It, it's not that it is that is gonna that is the future um and and at least part of the future yeah i mean it's it's going to be uh dude what i see coming is a crazy symbiotic relationship between ai and humans and then yeah. and, and and it's scary you're talking about that slippery uh slippery slope earlier man and you know i'll make that on my list <laughs> yeah, I mean it, it starts with one. It starts with one thing, and then you know, all of a sudden, you, you know, you blink your eye, and and it's somewhere else where you're like, "What the fuck?" Prove that you're getting vaccinated. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and you know, I I think I talked about that on one show. Um, I mean, God, man, I would really hope it it didn't come to that. But at the end, of the, I'm not like an anti-vaxer by all means. You know, it's do what you got to do. But I just mean, honestly, yeah. that if this never politicized and doctors alone were the ones right. who were trying to treat this, we would be better off. But right, right, man. If, if we had doctors trying to help us, we'd be cured by now. Yeah, yeah. It just it, it gets politicized, and then nothing. You know, I mean, nothing essentially gets done at the end of the day. Because and then, now we have two opposing vaccines. It's like, oh, do you want the blue vaccine or the red vaccine? Right. Uh, and I'll just sit over here until the vaccine's purple. Right, right. It's like the Matrix. You want the red pill or the uh, blue pill? <laughs> Seriously. Um, no, man. But you know, I mean, we could dive into a rabbit hole. Um, you know, all day. Uh, you know, I'm not opposed to that. But um, you know, maybe we will, maybe we won't. But you were mentioning uh, earlier. Um, you're mentioning earlier. You you have uh some exciting exciting news, exciting um upcoming events uh well first first of all before i even get into that because i'll save that for the end of the show talk to me a little bit about next friday and uh the um the the, que- the it's the movie night um and i it's i do my memories is, is terrible too well it's basically it's trivia and we trivia are night. kind of raising money and toiletries and snacks that go into a blessing bag which is like a one gallon freezer bag and then there's a group angels in motion who go out most like Wednesdays are their big days, but they go out and they feed the homeless and give out blessings. Oh, okay. Let me rephrase it. Both it's people on drugs and homeless people to get the treatment. Um, I have my fact checker here. <laughs> Everyone's got to have one these days. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, but most of the time, the, the blessing bag, yeah, it's just for less fortunate people that are struggling. Uh, right. Because a lot of the homeless people do have drug problems, so that's why they also help get in programs and stuff. Um, and we are, ever since the beginning, we've always had the motto, if you can help, you should help. And we can help, so we do help. And the year was almost over, and there was no shows to be done. 
And Bouvray asked about a trivia night. We were shooting for January, and they're like, we want to do something before the end of the year. Well, next Friday is the only day, pretty much the only day before the end of the year that isn't tied up with holidays. Right. Um, so, yes, trivia night. We're doing the first one. It's going to be about movies. We're going to have um, Jason Voorhees with a Santa Claus hat on with getting pictures with Santa. Um, oh, and one of the camp counselors will be there. We have the dude from Little Big Lebowski, better known <laughs> as John Four Twenty Martin. He's my, he's my little project. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, we have Maddie Lightning Lydell. Lyall. I say it all. I always say Lydell because it's Chuck Lydell. Lyall. He is an MMA guy. He's a champ around here. He's coming as uh, the Black Mask. Uh, are you familiar with the Jet, the Jet yeah. Li movie that was yeah. basically made in china but they actually were moving their lips to the american right. <laughs> word pretty funny i thought that was the best part yeah it was an odd <laughs> movie um who else do we have going there we i'm sure there's somebody else but they're basically the idea to have movie characters there uh and then just it's gonna be trivia and we, what the prizes are going to be uh food at bouray and then we have a uh and the grand prize is this thing we're calling the Day in Atlantic City, which is where you get breakfast, lunch, and dinner at three different spots that are our sponsors. Hopefully, Showboat jumps on board to give us a room. Uh, they were all on board when we were doing the New Year's Eve at Showboat, but hopefully they'll be on board giving us a room. Uh, hopefully, we just want to collect stuff and help people, and this was our chance to do it. That sounds like, dude, that sounds like an amazing cause, man. Um, you know, I get my, the guy, Jimmy and Jay, that I'm working with, he's going to be like the game show host. I'm trying to get him to dress up as Damon, whatever, from The Running Man. Who loves you and who do you love? Nobody? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait. Oh, it's too late, man. I have a, I got to get better at working on my soundboard. God damn it. I had a laugh track queued up, but I completely. Dude, I love it. that movie, by the way. What's that? Nice. Running Man? Uh, Running Man. Dude, yeah. that's like one of my favorite oh, Arnold movies, man. <laughs> better I mean he's the game show there's nothing else out there who else are you going to dress up as that's the only game show right. I mean, the only game show host that's in a movie I'd love <laughs> <laughs> that's actually that's actually probably a fact I don't think you'd have to get a fact checker on that one to be honest yeah it's a fact because we're saying we could just use this fact checking I saw it on YouTube <laughs> Dude, you'd be surprised, man. YouTube just uh, rolled out their new terms of service, man, and it's uh. Yeah, you can't say anything that they don't want you to. Exactly. Yeah, it's. <laughs> man, they dropped the hammer on us a couple of times. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, dude. It's uh. It, yeah, I saw that today. They will basically ban anything that they feel is not what they consider facts. Right. Right. It, dude. It's. It, it's such an interesting time to be alive, man. I mean, it's it's crazy, dude. I mean, when just when you think things could get buck wild and out of this world and pinch me, I'm dreaming type of feeling, you know what I mean, essentially. Um, you know, then comes the next thing. Mario, your your phrase of the year has been, uh, 2020's been just nothing but a kick in the nuts. It's just one big kick in the nuts, dude. Yeah, that's, it's just one continuous, it's just someone continuously just kicking in the balls. Yes. It's just been that kind of year. I've, I've been feeling it too, but it seems like every time I get kicked in the balls, I, I stand back up because it, the only thing keeping me, I think, sane is trying to keep going because I think if I stopped, it's like the body in motion stays in motion. If I stop, I ain't going to get started again. Well, that's a big thing, and, and I want to touch on that too is, um, you know, because essentially what you're, you, you're doing is 
getting outside yourself and, and, and promoting these shows and throwing these shows for other people and it's helping other people like the trivia, uh, trivia night, um, next week. And, and that, that's an important thing, man. Um, you know, that's, that, you know, that's something that, you know, I, I try to do that, that help, that helps me get through times, you know, like this, you know what I mean? And, you know, that's something I feel like doesn't get talked about enough, you know? Hey man, maybe a side effect is everybody that helps out with kind of comes out of a mild or seasonal depression and everybody feels good about themselves and we help ourselves by helping others. Yeah. I know we could all use the Xanax for 2020. <laughs> yeah. There should just be a, uh, like, dude, that should be a sick ass band photo. It would just be like a uh, Xanax bar with the, uh, yeah. the, the you mean? With, <laughs> <laughs> with the imprints 2020. Uh, no, but um, before uh, b- before I take a left turn and uh, falling on a couple of Xanax, um, you you were mentioning something about uh the local scene you're excited for, um, I- I'm curious to to hear what that's all about, and, and as much as you can disclose or not, I'm all ears. I mean, there's nothing secret about it. It's just relatively new development. Um, we're going to be, re- I don't know what you want to call it. We're going to assume. The music responsibility role again at Blu-ray come January 1st. Um, and I'm just speaking with the general manager because the fact that the whole idea that original music um, was not was not necessarily frowned upon, but it was nobody was knocking down the doors. And in that conversation, he said, if we can follow guidelines, then there's no reason why he wouldn't do original music, which means we're going to be doing original music as soon as like, as soon as we take back over, or whatever the heck you want to call it, assume the role, uh, we're going to have a, a lo- local, couple local bands on the stage. Unfortunately, like I said, we can't get metal or punk, but that'll be, that'll come back. That'll come back, so. So, so metal, metal, metal and punk aren't uh, looking too promising. Uh, what kind of genres would you say are... Uh, Even if you could sit down and cry, they'll let us play it. <laughs> okay, so more more along the lines like acoustic acts. This is probably the closest to punk you're gonna get, but even that's gonna get people up. They want you to have they want you to have fun without getting them shut down. Basically, how you gotta look at it. Well, I mean, you, you say pop punk, and and you know, lucky for us, we're uh, we're kind of in that vein, right? Yeah, yeah we we kind of fall into that category. Um, you know, but you know, I've been to you know shows this year. And pop punk shows this year, and uh, you know, you'd be surprised. I mean, now it depends on the atmosphere, I guess. But you know, some people don't. Some people. It's like a weird thing now being at a show. I'm not sure if you if you've experienced this at all, but you know, being at a show, like some people like are still wanting to to push forward and like have fun and and you know jump around. I know you know the guidelines say differently, but other people. You know, they're like kind of like you know, I'll just stick to my little corner and I'm 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 fine over here type of deal. You know what I mean? It's almost like they're yeah. just kind of happy to be there. They're like this this if this is what all I'm gonna get right now, right? I'd rather not take the chance of starting a mosh pit or moving around, pushing the way up to the front, and potentially ruining that altogether. Absolutely. I, I kind of get that sense too. I mean, yeah. It's gonna yeah, it's, gonna it's it's inevitable. I mean, people are just gonna be afraid to come out, or they're gonna be afraid to act how they normally would at a show. Right. Because they're, they're going to get a place shut down and then they're going to be like, ah, fuck, another, another local venue shutting down because we danced. 
Right. Like, you know, we're exactly, all going to be yeah. in a barn somewhere so our parents can't see us. Dude, yeah, man. Uh, I, I won't disclose the spot, but there was this one spot uh, I had the uh, pleasure of playing a show at, and that's the way to go, man. I mean, I know right now, um, like I said earlier in the show, it is December on the East Coast. Um, no, nah, but it, it is going out into, you know, a wooded area um, but and throwing a show, essentially, because, you know, that's the way to do it, and it was a huge success. But it's cold, you know, so it's kind of like you have to – have to and now, it. even with the outdoor tents, if it, you got to be snow rated, and we get like one one millionth of an inch of snow a year, and we have to have a snow rated tent because of the off chance that we have a blizzard, what? and nobody's smart enough to clear the snow off the tent. Or to close. Or to, yeah, well, yeah. If you're having in Atlantic City, they shut shit down if there are two inches of snow predicted. So really? it's not like it's just I don't get it. It's like they they say, oh, you're allowed to do this. Uh, and then you find a way to do it, and they're like, oh, just not that way. Right. Uh, right. Oh, wait, not, not that way either. But this is exactly how you told us. Yeah, but that's not what we meant. We meant this. And we changed our minds anyway. So that's, that's what I mean, man. I mean, it, it's every, every, every time they say one thing, it, it, it then turns into 35,000 different other things. And it's like, you know, by the time you're, like, grasping on what, like, you know, one specific guideline or, or what have you, rule or whatever. You almost you lose track of what you're allowed to do. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's with anything. I mean, just going shopping, going out to eat. I mean, just things like things you normally took for granted and don't even think twice about doing. Right. You're now like questioning, like, what are, what are the guidelines in place to do these things? Right. And, and it's and it's obviously tenfold with entertainment. Right. And yeah, because they don't. If you're singing along with the band, spittle might fly out of your mouth and infect it. Yeah, is, I mean, I understand that the concerns, but caution can be taken. Um, yeah, well, that's the unfortunate thing that Nora said. Not when people aren't listening, and that is the problem. Um, yeah, because you see now, like, uh, you know, the, the quote-unquote second lockdown that, you know, a lot of these states have won, went under. A lot of the, you know, local businesses and local establishments you know, they've kind of pushed back and said, you know, we're not shutting down, you know, so. Yeah, but then how long does that, it just, it's just the more, that's what, that's back to my thing, the more and more we push, yay, we all hate Murphy, not everybody, but still, that we yeah. can chant that all we want, go to his door to pull him out of his house and say, you've done us wrong, but I guarantee you, the military ain't going to shoot him when they come to stop us. Right. Right. So, except and adapt, and hopefully... The rules. I don't know, man. We could. We were gonna. We dropped New Year's Eve down to fifty people on our own just so we could do it, and then that wasn't enough. So like, how many people can have fun at one time? Yeah, that's essential. I went to a new venue to try to do some stuff indoors, but like watch parties and different things. And the owner looked so defeated because he's like, "What can we do?" He goes, "Anything that costs me money is not worth it." I can have thirty-five people inside. 35 people is all she's allowed to have in a business at one time. Jeez, man. That's crazy. I, I remember back in the boneyard of Ma's days, that was an easy number to stay under. <laughs> yeah. 35. The boneyard days. Yeah, man. The boneyard days. Yeah. <laughs> I missed that place. Played a few, I played a few uh, shows I, I there. The I missed the place. There's some things about it I don't miss, but there's maybe two, three things about it I don't miss, but other than that, I love everything. <laughs> Two. That's very specific. Two or three. I like. Things. I like the location. 
I like the where it was. I, I, I love that's like right off the boardwalk. Steve, was cool. Steve. Yeah. Full of feel to it. There was there was this nice little foot traffic for the panhandlers that would come and start fights with people. They wouldn't give them money. <laughs> Freaking bums coming up, like trying to start bump fights and uh, many 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 nights of shenanigans in the parking lot of that place, dude. Like <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Yeah, I was I was never uh, fortunate enough to uh, play a show uh, there, but from from stories that I've heard, I, I've heard that place is legendary. There the, last year, there's something that happened there. I didn't even know there was a music scene in my backyard for most of that. Oh, really? Yeah, it's pretty sad to find out. And then whatever, I don't. Th- I think if we were there at the beginning, it wouldn't have been different. What it, it took, basically, almost the scene dying out for for the community we brought, brought together. To like send it in a new direction. I don't think it would. I think it would absolutely be a different, a different world had uh, we didn't get involved. I think. I I like to take pride in that. I know Atlantic City music scene escaped because of the people that came together to keep it going after the Bone Door closed. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, and and that's you know, like I said, it just that's all it takes. It, you know, is, is one person you know to get the, get that ball rolling. You know what I mean? And then you have just a whole bunch of like minded individuals. That you know, yeah, yeah, man, you know, and, and that whole that whole venue was created basically for punk and metal. I went right. to her and saying, like, I'm like, what is your capacity? She said, forty people. I said, well, how about we stuff like on average sixty people in here and then get them hundred and twenty person shows every now and then of punk and metal where the bands are right on the floor and the bands are right in their face. And we had a couple of those. They were pretty fun for the most part. We were. Closer to that 35 mark. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I mean, dude, I mean, now you think about it, I mean, you know, I'm thinking about it now uh, and, and given the circumstances, I mean, 60, 60 to 120 people, I mean, I, I, that's like the sweet spot. I, I think that's very doable. I mean, if, if you know, the circumstances were different, different uh, is what I, is, you know, what I'm talking about. Well, but we were doing that. That was where we were right. before this all. Exactly. We had a really good year from May of 2019 because we went in the bourree in March. Um, March and April, we were just trying to put things together because they wanted dates to fill. And then May, June, July, all these ones had shows that we specifically booked. Like any show that we specifically booked did rather well. And then the ones that they just asked us to do the dates, we did the best we could. It's like, hey, can you put us together something for next Saturday? Well, yeah, I don't know how many people are going out, but I could definitely put something together. Um, but then as we kept progressing, we started building the bigger names. So we were getting a name. We were really getting a name. You had Anchor that was starting to bring more people into the area. Um, and Atlantic City's music scene was blowing up. It was, we had like three beautiful stages to put original music on and another one with covers that we were putting like our original bands that did covers in there. Uh, it was a beautiful thing. Our last show, we did really well. We had over 200 paid on the one side and at least that on the other side. At least that, because the one side was free, and that place was wall-to-wall people, and it was March 13th. Like, what, three days later, they shut down the world? Yep. I didn't hear about anybody getting sick. Well, how would we, I guess? But we we had to have had close to four or 500 people there that night because there was nowhere else to go because everybody else was shut down. You had a bunch of people in town for the parade and maybe a handful of places that were doing something. Right, right. Yeah, man, that's like what we talk about, dude. With the, you know, with the, the our March, you know, uh, what was a fifteenth show? Uh, I think something like that. I mean, it was our every, first show. I mean, it was supposed to have like about one hundred and twenty people. 
at the venue, and I think they it was probably less less than half of that, right? Probably like fifty. Probably about fifty or sixty, maybe. Yeah. Probably closer to fifty. Um, yeah, I mean that that was like two days before the whole world shut down. Yeah. That's where we benefited by being in Atlantic City. It wasn't just people sitting at home waiting for the show. People came to Atlantic City, See, had hotel rooms, waiting for the giant parade that we have, and going to all the places that had the after party. And then basically it was a handful of places scattered throughout the city and then like five places right in the orange loop right. that were all doing things. And people were just looking for places to go and yeah, see that, that that's a big thing is being an AC. You know that's that's you know not that it's dawned on me like you know it it's just dawning on me, but uh, you know it's I'm just really kind of like grasping that like you know you have people that are like traveling to there you know what I mean and um you know to stay you know they're they're getting hotel rooms they're you know making a weekend out of it and you know that that that's a that's a big thing you know and that. That actually, you know, it keeps me hopeful on that side of everything on, you know, Atlantic City's, you know, um, tight niche, you know, local scene, you know, the way I see it with you guys. And, you know, that, that that's what keeps me hopeful is is places like this that are going to still be there that when everything gets back rolling, essentially, you know, places like that will already have thought of the next 20. Th- I mean, granted, now, like we've been talking about. You know, uh, guidelines change every other second. I think, uh, as a matter of fact, I think since we've been on this podcast, there's been three more guidelines implicated in the uh, state of New Jersey. But um, I mean, you know, that's what keeps me hopeful, man. You know, is, you know, people like you out there, you know, doing what you're doing and you haven't stopped either. I mean, when you were first on the podcast back in July, July 16th, you know, it, it was the same thing, and 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 you stay consistent to that, man, and that just goes to you know to to the love for you, ha- the love you have for you know the what you do, and and, and that speaks wonders, and that's what keeps me hopeful, man. That's what well, I, keeps me hopeful. Glad to give you some hope. Well, we're not going anywhere because for people to come to Atlantic City with something to do. This is the home of prohibition. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I forget that. Uh, what's that um, place in? Oh man, the uh, Irish pub. Yes. Yeah, dude. That pl- that place is. Uh, They're holding it up right now with Christmas stuff. It is, they go all out. Oh yeah, yeah, they do. That place. That place is awesome. Um, That's very adult. Honestly, if you go there right now, it's December, and if you keep that in mind, and then look around. These places still have a decent little crowd going out. Tennessee Avenue Beer Hall. I noticed that too. I was in Atlantic City last month, and I mean, we were we were in Caesars, and like you know, everything other like you said, if you kind of just look around and kind of gauge the crowds, they're pretty similar. I mean, they're pretty right on par with what you would see in a regular you know regular November December holiday time. Like they they had good business. I mean, we ate you know we ate at Gordon Ramsay's Pub. We we sat you know inside and ate and. It was a pretty pretty normal crowd. Yeah. And the good thing about it is, though, it seems like the, that a lot of this crowd is moving to the off-the-boardwalk places to go eat or see music. Right. Um, I think that the one thing COVID did do is kind of not, not necessarily level the playing field, but it gave the little guys a chance to do something. I guess it with, with us and, and if you compare us to businesses, 
the big stores kept the small change from making any money, but right now it's those little guys that can carve out a little bit of a niche. That's how you say it, niche. We carve out a little bit of piece of heaven for ourselves because they can't do anything. If you have like the Atlantic City Beer Fest, like the guy who uh, organizes that, he's not really doing anything because what's the point if you can't do 2,500 people minimum? Uh, Beer Fest would expect to have over 9,000 people a day for the three days. And they won't go and do the 150-person shows where we're going. Yeah, that's basically right about where we're at. We can yeah. do it. <laughs> Yeah, shout out, shout out to my cousin Zach Lepresi, by the way. He's 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 him and his whole team. Uh, they throw that every summer beard fest, and obviously with COVID. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, yeah, dude. It, it, it's you know it, it's crazy, man. I uh, I think I totally uh totally lost my train of thought again, dude. I mean, you're, you're dude. It, it's bad, bro. It, it gets it gets tough. Um. Mario, this is where uh, co-host comes up to the plate. All right, man, I'm gonna I'm come on uh, and I'm a clean up. I'm the clean up hitter. He's the clean up hitter. I love it. But um, no, I mean, just to kind of like tie everything we've been talking about with a big bow here, like it, it's good to see that there's somebody trying on the local level to bring something to the community because at the end of the day, I mean, you know. We need we need music like we need we need entertainment like these things are like our only escape from like our nine to five jobs our you know our everyday mundane lives. It's like it's good to see that like, you know, because it's right now it's tough because, you know, like you mentioned earlier with Live Nation. I mean, you see you see these bands posting tour dates for next summer. And it it, it gives you hope because you're like, all right, well, that's a good sign. It's a good start. But on the other hand, it's like, are they going to get pushed back yet again? You don't know. But it's 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 good to know on the local level, like you said, you kind of brought light to the fact that there, there's a light at the end of the tunnel here, and they're going to start having original music come back. Yeah. So. But that's the thing with Atlantic. Going back to the idea of trying to see about the entire world through the eyes of Atlantic City, it's tough because where some rural places may have that venue, that with a couple bars that everybody goes to, Atlantic City has still, like all the time, we we're always competing with everything else going on in Atlantic City. And even with COVID, it's better because the things we're competing with now are similar. Enough. They can't go to 10,000 people. They can't bring in, like, if they're going to be 10,000 right. people in the city to say, they're not all going to go to the big casinos because they can't do any more. They right. basically and- have their side that they have the same level other than of course they have more money to spend but yeah yeah and then, and in terms of music you know they're not going to be going to boardwalk hall they're not going to be going to like you said the yeah. house of blues or something like that like these bigger venues they're not going to be they're going fine. to borgata they're gonna they're gonna yeah. come to the smaller place they're gonna come out to bore they're gonna come out to these like off the boardwalk spots that's the plan <laughs> yeah that's the hope yeah man yeah, man, and I think you know. I think the problem with original music is we're going to bring in a show. I already have a show in mind. The music is it should be just exactly what they want. But then people are going to be like, oh my god, well, <laughs> and then somebody's going to get sick, and then music is going to get shut down. That's the one thing that scares me about every event we do. That somebody's going to get sick, and then everybody's going to point the finger, and that is the reason why we're no longer allowed to do anything because we've been trying to push the envelope on being able to continue on while being safe. So the fact that everybody that thinks we should be doing nothing will use that as, as 
proof that we shouldn't be doing anything. Yeah. But I can't see that. I'd rather be extra cautious. And unfortunately, it'll come to time where I guess if, because I just saw the graphic, 15 million people have caught this since it started. Right. Um, yeah, but yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I, like, uh, there, there, there's certain science says that says you know, because I mean, you you can look at you know the cases and everything like that. I mean, th- this is the point I bring it back to, is that like last year at this time we weren't worried about the flu, which no. is more deadlier than this. And you know, I I, I remember what I was going to say. It, it kind of. Uh, ties into this is you know you guys were talking about the crowds and and seeing crowds out there you know you know with the holidays and in atlantic city or just out like you know shopping hell yeah go to the mall on black friday was i was doing i was out the mall there was crowds exactly and and you're right on top of each other you're breathing on people it's like well i mean what's the what's the difference at this point you know what i mean yeah (laughs) exactly you build up you build up i mean there is a such thing as herd immunity um i mean so you you have that but you know, if you don't, if you're not invested in in the news, and you know you're you know watching the death rate, which is bizarre, by the way, that they have a death ticker every time someone passes away from COVID nineteen. Well, now you get to see that on live TV. But if you're not consuming, you know, your mind with you know all this COVID, and it's if you step outside and you know breathe the wrong particle, you're doomed. Um, you know, you go out and you see that you know it's like things are normal just with guidelines in place when it comes to throwing local music or and a lot of them are common sense. I mean, right. Washing your hands, yeah. common sense, not spitting on people and like talking with your mouth, you know, I mean, yeah. eating with your mouth open and like spitting all over the place is common sense. It's like, you know, hell, most people want a social distance. Yeah. <laughs> most people don't yeah. want to fucking deal with people around. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I I mean, listen. We all at the end of the day, everybody's got to stay safe. COVID is sure. very serious. It's very sure. real. We all know that. And, but there's got to really be- It doesn't even matter what you think. I absolutely believe that it's something people are dying from, and you can get sick from. Hundred uh, percent. Absolutely. But the reality of it is, is you and I don't decide if it's bad enough. You and I aren't making the rules. So it doesn't matter if it's the most deadly thing out there or if it is a hoax. These right. are the guidelines that we find ourselves in. Right. Uh, and that is, I, I honestly, I guess you got to take your own personal responsibility and decide for yourself what your steps are going to be in this next coming month. But in reality, reality it's going to be conform or, or perish. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... Uh, I mean, it, it it gets it that 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 really kind of worries me, you know. Um, you know, because I'm not like I said, I'm not against anything that will help the greater good, but um, you know, like like you said, I mean, I you know, I you know, obviously we don't control the outcome of what happens or or you know what have you, but it just you know, I I hope that it it, it I'll still hold out hope for that. It doesn't come to that point where it's you know you have to have papers or not, and and I know you were talking about what you know with Live Nation, and you know you could see it coming, and you know realistically, yeah, that's probably how it's going to be, but you know it's crazy, man. Dude, we went to dinner the other day, and they asked me for my phone number, and I thought it because they were busy, 
and they would call us when it was ready, but it was for their contact tracing. Right. So <laughs> that was the first time I dealt with that. That was kind of weird. Yeah, man. And and like I said, you know, uh, it, it's this whole symbiotic bond of, you know, us and AI, you know, everything that we're going to be doing is it's pretty much, you know, it's like stay. It, it's promoting the the idea of staying home, living off your phone, living off your Alexa, living off. Oh, your, yeah. A million streaming services on TV. Exactly. <laughs> All kinds of shit, man. And, and and at the end of the day, since since everything's pretty much shut down, I mean, I don't know if you uh, agree with this or not, Steve, but um, you know, at the end of the day, like the entertainment that's even coming out, like you were saying, like you know, it's kind of leveled the playing field in a sense because you almost have better enter- entertainment coming out from these local establishments, local artists, local. How many rock bands or bands in general sing about roses and rainbows and happiness and make? Tell millions. Everybody that freaking sings and does things is talking talking about how life sucks and misery and horribleness and and that's all people have right now is to look at their own miserable lives with no money coming in and have pen and paper in hand. We're gonna get a lot of sick fucking music out of this, I think. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm excited for that, dude. I'm really ex- yeah. I'm real excited for that. I'm 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 excited for that. I'm excited for everything you got going on. Over in the uh, Atlantic City, you know, music scene. Got more scene. wrestling coming up in February. Um, yeah, what do you got? So, what does North Step and Border Ray? What, what's all that look like coming in up to the New Year? Because, um, well, up know, to the New Year, we have December eighteenth. Because most places only really want to like Ray only wants to do things on the weekend. So after this weekend, we have Christmas Eve, Christmas New Year's Eve, New Year. So there's no more weekends after this one coming up. Uh, not this right? Is it next weekend? Is it this Friday? Oh my God! It's this Friday or next Friday? The 18th. Next Friday. That's next. Yeah. Friday, next yeah. Friday. Yeah. Who knows what date it is anymore? <laughs> <laughs> I know, dude. At 2020, every every day is just blended into one big day. It's still March. <laughs> it's, <laughs> I'm still expecting to wake up out of my coma from my car accident. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! So um, yeah, I mean, you got the uh, uh, trivia night. Uh, you have that coming up next Friday. Um, We're still gonna have acoustic music at Ray. Tennessee Avenue Beer Hall has some covers still going out. Um, hell, even Showboat had the silent disco up on the roof. Uh, if we're still, if they're still allowed to do that, we're not a part of that, but it's still Atlantic City. Right. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. Man. It's just everything's gonna go back underground, I guess. You'll have to know a secret knock to go see entertainment anymore. Because if this, it, the only way that can kind of make sense is that this is going to get us all. And if it is, I'd rather be listening to some killer music while we're all dying. <laughs> right. That Yeah, that, that's been my point. For, you know what I mean? It's like the world can be crashing and burning, but music will be playing when that moment happens. Well, everybody will start singing something together if the plane's going down. Yep, exactly, man. Exactly. So I mean, yeah, that's all exciting shit, dude. Um, you know, and then you, so and then you got the pro wrestling event in February. What's what's that look like? Um, that's just like outside promoters come coming to us to just be their base in Atlantic City. Coloss CCW will go with. I forget what the middle letter it stands for, but they um, have a nice little lineup coming. And I believe it was still indoors as of the last time we checked. Which means it may not happen, but fingers are crossed. It's February. Right. Nobody knows what is going to happen to limit that. 
number of indoor people. I don't know what they're going to do, be eating food while they watch wrestling. I'm not even sure the rules. I thought it's eating food to drink a beer. It's ridiculous. You go into you go into places and their high top tables are next to the bar by like three inches. And if you sit there, you're good. But if you sit at the bar, you can't. <laughs> you're beat. Oh man. They've had A, B, C in there. They've had everybody in there, and that's been approved as far as at least verbally and in person. But I got feel that there is a loophole that's being exploited. That's not really a loophole, and the loophole is don't don't ask, don't tell. Right. (laughs) Yeah, like you have you have to come up to uh, like to like a back door, knock two times, say the magic password, and then and have a bubble on your head. Yeah, it's like a speakeasy. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. The last time we did this interview was from the balcony of a speakeasy I lived in. Yep, yep. That's crazy, man. Yeah, that's I mean that's fucking as full circle as it gets, man. Um, and then and then you were mentioning uh, a little briefly about uh, you said January first. Uh, you were having that meeting? Well, what we what it is is we, um, Northstep will assume the duties or the roles of booking music for Blu-ray. Gotcha. gotcha. So, and then from there, like once I'm part of the conversation, I'll just be like, you know, there's other things we can bring in here to keep people smiling because comedy is something that can keep people in seats. I think trivia is something that would keep people in their seats. Yes. That's the thing. you got to have two things that will keep people in their seats. Like karaoke, well, I feel like there's no places to a karaoke, but that seems like one of those things that people are going to be frowning upon. But how? Well, I mean, yeah. I'm just spitballing here right now, but how about something like this? Um, you know, something as if we're doing now, you know, you, you give, you know, now it, Excuse me. You you take the instruments away from the bands, but you know uh, you have bands up, you know, and and maybe have like a you know podcast format type of Q and A for the people who do come, and you know you get to ask you know uh, a teller. What is that? VH1 storyteller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like something like that, dude. I don't know. I'm just. I like it's a matter of like. I'm just very resistant to the online takeover of entertainment. We did it once. It was, I don't know, it didn't, didn't feel the same. It, it, oh, it's 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 not. Uh, it, it felt like touching myself with two condoms on. And <laughs> that's my analogy to that. It just seemed like it was so fake and forced, and it, it, I felt nothing. It's a great. That would have been the best analogy I've ever heard. <laughs> On this podcast, that was probably the best analogy ever made. Uh, no, but I hear you, man. It, it, it's a weird thing getting adjusted to, um, you know. Uh, but but again, I mean, you know, we're we're left with almost this or sporadic type. You know, knock on the door and say the magic password with a with a bubble wrap on your head. Shows, so it's like, you know, bubble wrap. Actually, the secret code is start knocking on random doors to go bubble wrap. One of them, you'll get in. It'll be a party. Yeah, you'll get. In. <laughs> yeah, there'll be uh, two start con it. two condoms for everybody on the sh- at at the uh, to two condom minimum. <laughs> nah, man. I mean, dude. I don't know. I mean, it's crazy going into twenty twenty one. Um, you know, like I said, you know, we've talked, you know, back in July. Um. 
And, you know, I, I, I'm glad to see, like I said, you know, you're still doing your thing. Um, you know, for online, it's, it's a weird thing for, for an online presence because it's something like, you know, like we were saying, we have to adapt to, but you know, whatever, like since July, man, you, you've, you've been doing the same thing and and that's awesome. And I I expect nothing less going into 2021. It's going to be even crazy for, for people out there that think 2021 is going to be any less, you know, uh, and that's what's funny. People think that the calendar is going to add a one to it and everything's going to go back to normal. And right. that's why the guy we're working with now from New York, Jimmy, he's like saying, oh, we need to do this show. We need to do this show. We need to do this show. I said, dude, we need to, like, you're saying days of the year that just happened in, in 2020. It's not like there's a season for this. this right. Is, there's no proof that 350 million people are going to take the vaccine and then it's just gone. Right. They're already saying 10% of those are going to be uh, not, it's not going to work for them. And right now we're under 10% anyway. So and I don't right. really see it changing. I don't know, man. It's like, I wouldn't, when we first started the whole thing, I would, somebody like told me that I should just continue to book things and under the guise that it may be canceled so that if, if it does come out of it you're booked months in advance already but right way too much work to put in for something that may not happen and for every one of those shows that you put all that work in it doesn't happen you just don't want to do it anymore and that's kind of new year's eve took the wind right out of my sails which is why we had to do this trivia night because it's disappointing man i i don't even think that we we got a show on february 27th then I'm like, do we? Um, I'll be more excited like February 21st. <laughs> yeah, yeah, when it's done. <clears throat> and it's and like, I'm the person I know. So when I'm feeling defeated, we just got to keep battling on, knowing it's a losing battle, and hope somewhere along the line it's like, oh, wait, we're back. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, that's all you can hope for. Yeah, you were talking about the uh, the vaccine. I just wanted to say real fast, uh, to take it one step further. Uh there was something, look up on the uh, New York Times. New York Times posted something. I believe it was on wherever the fuck they posted. I seen it. But it's for people who uh, take the vaccine that it, I think there's still likely or there's still a chance for them to recontract the uh, virus again. And if they do, um, don't quote me on this last part because I know YouTube likes to fact check everything. But um, it, I believe that, uh, that it could be more deadly than the first time or not deadly, but just more worse than the first time they've gotten it. The first time got you and did any damage to you, then that's the second time you would think that that's what the virus would attack. Right. Um, Right. And I will never compare it to the flu, but it is another strain of the COVID SARS virus, which the flu is. And we have all kinds of vaccines for that. And the problem is that they're, like even with the flu vaccine, they use the flu virus from the previous year, or like not the virus, the live virus, but the flu, the dead flu virus from the previous year to create the vaccine for the following year. And they, it mutates so much. I don't understand why they think that they're just going to make all these doses of the vaccine. And when you take it, you're miraculously never going to get it again. And the only way that happened is if it was a hoax. And I don't think it was a hoax. So you're going to get a vaccine and you're going to need that vaccine next year and you're going to need the vaccine again the following year and it's going to be no different than the flu you're going to be lining up at cbs and walmart for all your needles yeah man 
Yeah, it's it, it, like I said, it's an interesting time to be alive. It's, uh, you know, every day is just like, you know, waking up in a episode of, you know, Black Mirror, essentially, um, you know, but it, it's been, uh, you know, it's been, uh, it's, it, it, it's been a journey. I'll say that it's been, it's been a journey and, um, you know, 2021, like you were saying, man, just because you throw one at the end of the year, you know, it doesn't make anything, you know, change, you know what I mean? It's, it's going to be the same thing as December 31st, January 1st will be the same thing. Essentially. You know, the only thing that would surprise me is for the clock did go to December 32nd. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that is, uh, yeah. bro. Yeah. Dude, that, that's awesome. That is awesome, man. Yeah, dude, uh, Stephen Weiss, man, I appreciate you coming on. Um, like I said, too, back in back in July, man, it, it, you can always reach out to any one of us uh, here in uh, Win by Two, uh, Mario's band, uh, other band. Um, yeah, yeah, our, our other project, the Crowley, and I mean, like you said, I mean, fortunately for you know heavier music, it doesn't seem like it's there's any light at the end of the tunnel right now. But we're always, you know, again, we're always yeah, ready for ready and willing. Yeah. Well, enjoy metal music by sitting in their chairs and staring at the band. They want to get up there and be in the show, so and that's frowned upon in this establishment. Yeah, they want to uh, punch people in the face, and uh, well, maybe we maybe we make that change. Maybe we make uh, metal music like there's still the metal aspect of it, but instead of moshing and wanting to punch everyone in the face, you you just like like uh, I don't know. Th- get in a bat Exactly. Get in a and you just run into people. There you go. There you go. Um, nah, but yeah, like I said, you know, back in July, you know, we're here if you if you know you need us for anything. Um, you know, you're always welcome on the show. I, and I appreciate your time tonight. Um, Thank you, know, you for having me. Yeah, absolutely, man. Anytime, anytime. Um, let everyone know out there. I know we talked about it. So you got next week, um, Friday night. Uh, you have the. Uh, the wrestling in February. Or, the, well, yeah. the wrestling in February, yeah, but for for upcoming events like before Christmas right. and stuff like that. Nothing solid right now. We the only thing really on our calendar is the trivia night, uh, and then everything I think bounces off that because it's basically we were kind of absent from Bouvet over if, the summer. So if just, if people are interested in, in coming to trivia night, how can they get there, and where can they find you at? 201 South New York Avenue in Atlantic City, New Jersey. It is a free show. We um, heavily suggest you bring some toiletries or some snacks to put in the blessing bags. You can go to the North Step Facebook page under the events and find the event page and see the beautiful poster that we have done by DJB Studios. Um, There'll be... You can also make donations to have your pictures taken with the Santa Claus Jason or any one of the other actors that we'll have there. Solid. (laughs) Free parking, free entry, great Cajun food. That yeah, that's amazing, man. It's free parking for a free event. I mean, Atlantic City, dude, it doesn't get much better than that. Dude. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, it, there's going to be, you know, the safety measures in place. Um, you know, we talked about it all show. Um, you know, you've done nothing short of jump through every hula hoop to follow each guideline, which, again, it, it just shows your commitment to, you know, what you do, which is which is great. 
Um, yeah, so, I mean, you know, what a way to, uh, and, and it's for a great cause, too, to help out people that are less fortunate. You know what I mean? So that's awesome, man. Well, a lot of us are feeling less fortunate lately. I'm sure there were well, people, a lot of people that were just making it by are probably on the other end of that now. Yeah, that this is true, man. This is true. Um, I mean, you, you got to count your lucky stars, at, you know, every day, really. And you got to keep your nose to the grindstone, you know, yep. every, every day, man. But um, yeah, man. Like, like I said, it's been a blast having you on. I appreciate you. You can reach us, reach us out, reach out to us anytime you want. We're always here. If if you need a helping hand to set up an event or for for whatever the case is, um, and then yeah, yeah, man. Like I said, you're always welcome on the show, man. Sweet, I appreciate that. Awesome. Well, this has been another edition of this fine in the paint podcast, Mario. John, as always, brother, it's been a pleasure. Thanks, man. Um. Yeah, guys, we will see you on the other side. Good night. I did not.